Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. We're live, baby. It's so strange. Hello. It's so strange for us to be doing an episode on Monday these days. These days it is. These days. How are you? How was your weekend, Ambrosia? It was nice. Just relaxing, just hanging out. Didn't yeah. do a whole lot. Yeah. Totally. I feel like this week I feel like lately I don't know if it's like the retrogrades or whatever, but I've definitely had a lot it feels like it's been easier for me in ways to just be like Okay, well, first of all, the physical symptoms that I have been feeling have been absolutely insane. Like, mm-hmm. I finally just posted in our private Facebook group, Inner Bloomers, and was like, is anybody else feeling this? Is, is this just me? Is something going on with me? Because one minute I'm totally fine, and the next minute I'm like, I need to lay down. I can't look at my phone. Literally don't talk to me. I'm going to throw up. I'm dizzy. I have a headache, and I feel like I'm floating out of my body. Like, I feel like someone has slipped me a psychedelic, and I'm like, oh, shit. Hmm, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's intense. What, is what it is. Wait, do you? Are you drinking coffee? Yeah, I am. Don't do tell you, me not I to went, drink coffee. I didn't say that. That never happened. <laughs> um, I, all I was gonna say was, do you think you could be having a silent migraine? What's a silent migraine? This is a good question. So I was having similar symptoms around the summertime, and I went to or no. It was 100% before the pandemic. And I went to urgent care and um, they told me that I was having a silent migraine. Basically, you get the migraine symptoms, the nausea, the dizziness, um, the like out of body, the light sensitivity, but without the migraine pain. And so it's really strange, but you treat it this, I Google it, it's a real thing, but you can, um, you treat it the same way you treat a migraine. Okay. Well, what I really think that's interesting, and I didn't. And know I that never in- get migraines. It was the type of coffee I was drinking. I had switched it up, and it was triggering a migraine. Oh, weird! I have not switched up my coffee game whatsoever. I'm a very routine person. However, what I do think it is is like literally just astrologically, the energy right now is so freaking intense that it's it's going from like because this has been going on and off for like a week and a half. And it Mm -hmm. feels like it goes from like, I'm totally fine to all of a sudden like a wave hits me and I'm like, oh my God, like I need to lay down. And I really feel like though, even though it's pretty intense, what it's been forcing me to do is get really present and also let go of all the things that I'm like, no, but I have to do this and I have to, all the busy work that we try to convince ourselves we have to do. It's like the past week and a half has really helped me see, no, you actually don't have to do any of that. You can just literally put it all down and just lay here and that's fine and you're Mm. fine and that's been a really big like 
thing for me to personally to realize because I'm that go, 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 always got to be doing something person. So, mm. um, by the way, we got lots of people on the live. Hope Charles, Emily Atherton, Casey Bol- Boyvin, Sammy Jean, all saying good morning, good morning, good morning, lovely ladies. Hello, everyone. Guten Morgen. Um, Is that German? German. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, so uh, what are we doing today? We're going to... We're going to tell a story. We're telling a story? You were going to tell a story. Oh, well, but what we're doing today is we're going to channel the Ark 9. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I was, I was going to... So there, we've recently... I was like, you know what? Why, why don't we bring the Ark 9 back on the show? Because it's like we started out this show with them being on all the time. Because mm-hmm. that was a big part of our like coming together. And, um, you know, it, as the show has progressed, we've kind of like we still channel them all the time for our uh, exclusive members uh, and our Patreon. But, you know, they haven't been on the show quite a bit. And we have so many new listeners. And so I was thinking, you know, it would be really cool if we brought on the Arc 9 again. Um, and uh, so we're, we're going to do that today. But, yeah, I was telling Ambie before we got on this podcast or this live stream how um, last night I saw Demi Lovato posted uh, on her Instagram, she's like, I've been spending a lot of time at Joshua Tree. And she's like, she posted like videos and clips of the stars and of like weird moving stars and like planets that look like they're moving and stuff. She's like, and I've done a lot of work to realize that we are not alone here, that if 1% of the planet would meditate, we could make contact, um, that it's really important for us to make contact with uh, like, you know, ETs or like other life. I have video proof of it. Like she posted like video she's taken that, you know, she's saying is like, you know, evidence of life of, you know, life off this planet. And I just thought it was pretty crazy to see like a pretty mainstream celebrity being like, yo, this is really important. Like you need to meditate. Mm -hmm. Like we all need to make contact. (laughs) And, um, and I thought it was cool because I was telling Ambie when I was in Joshua tree for my honeymoon, my husband and I, we, we like hiked to the top of this, like, uh, it's this giant flat rock at, at night. It was really dark so we could watch the stars. And um, I felt, I, I saw this star that I felt like was calling to me and like it was like pulsing at me. And I felt mm. like I was just transfixed looking up at it and I just couldn't stop. And I felt my heart opening. And so I got out my husband's, um, he has this app on his phone that shows you like what star is what when mm-hmm. you, it's augmented reality. And it was Arcturus. And what? I was like, that's, I was like telling him, I was like, that's the planet. Like that's where, <laughs> you know. And, um, and I was wondering, you know, and anyway, so she was showing planets and stuff. And I was wondering if some of the planets she was showing was Arcturus or I don't know. I just was wondering that and weird that she did that in the same place that I was when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Sato Ken is on Facebook and said, good evening from Taiwan. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. So anyway, it's just really cool to see other people kind of like starting to speak about this more openly and competently and uh, and use their platform in this way. So that's all. Yeah, good call. I like it. That's really cute. I didn't remember that last part of seeing the planet Arcturus. It's fun. Remember when we went to Texas and um, we went to what's it called? Where the it's observatory. Outside? observatory outside yep and we saw the planet arcturus yep yep and they said that normally you can't see it but yep 
could see it when we were there. See it, yeah, pretty totally. exciting stuff. Totally. So we're gonna bring through Ambrosia here. Is going to do her her magical uh, parlor trick. Just kidding. My parlor, parlor trick. Her Ready? Beautiful, her beautiful gift. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and she's going to bring the ARC-9 through. And, uh, you know, for those of you on the Facebook Live, feel free if, if you have questions or things you want to ask them, you know, feel free to comment and uh, share this as well with people who might want to uh, connect with this information. And, uh, yeah. So could you talk a little bit about the process of, like, what does it mean to channel and um, how it got started and all of that until they come through? Yes. So, well, first, I have to pee. <laughs> oh. Can you start getting into state you and then I'll come back? vamp? Okay. No, no. You just go into state and okay. I'll pee really quick because I'm quick peer. You <laughs> and then when I get back, I'll talk about the process if she's still going Okay. Into. okay. Be literally right back. This feels like something she should have done beforehand, but, you know, whatever. That's fine. That's fine. I'm back. So the process. Okay. Ambrosia is going into a meditative state. And when she channels, she opens up a portal in her mind. She sees a portal open up. And then she allows the Arc-9 to come through that portal and jump in her body. We are ready to begin. Hello, thank you for being here. So today what I was thinking would be cool, since we haven't had you on the podcast in a little bit, is just talk about um, you, the Arcturians, and who the Arcturians are. We call you the Arc Nine because you're a collection of nine Arcturian energies, but in general, for our newer listeners and people who are new to this, all of this, who are the Arcturians? Thank you for allowing us to come through. The Arcturians are a species of love. We are here to help evolve humanity. We are overseers of humanity, protectors. We have Several that have been tasked with the opportunity to allow contact with human beings as to help expand humanity's beliefs, comprehension of what is possible, both internally and externally. As far as Arcturians ourselves, we are similar to humanity. We do not have contrast. That is the biggest difference between the two of us. And how long have you been around? Hmm. 
In your time frame, we have been around thousands of years. Oh, thousands of years. Okay. And where did you come from? Where do you come from? A physical location? Sure. Arcturus Mm -hmm. is one. Think of the universe as a connection or a meeting spot for many different types of species. So many of us live in different points. But we physically reside on Arcturus and other planets as well. So like if someone was to go to Arcturus, they would physically see beings walking around there? Hmm. No. What they would physically see is various colors of sky, various colors of ground, and no seemingly life if a human being were to come to the planet, similar to Mars. But there is life on the planet, you just can't see it? Of course, because you do not wish to see it. You do not believe it. And also there is much technology that is being done to allow the human being to see whatever they would like to see. What do you mean by that? Many species can hide themselves, hide their homes, hide their communities from equipment that human beings have and so forth. If human beings do see other species, it is because the other species are allowing them to. Okay. So there's technology that other species has that they utilize to um, conceal their existence. Correct. Okay. And is this for their own protection or why do they do this? It is for the protection of all. Okay. And so many would ask, okay, so... There's this collection of beings called the Arcturians who say they're here to help humanity, right? And to watch over and to protect. So why aren't they doing any... So why are we experiencing what we're experiencing right now? Why are we experiencing this pandemic? Why are we experiencing, um, you know, crazy natural disasters? Like, why aren't they helping with that? Hmm. And yet we are. Mm-hmm. You did not come here to experience bliss. If you were only to experience bliss without contrast, you would not be human. You would still be in whichever form you were prior to your human form. 
Earth is not the place you come if you do not want to experience contrast. This is well known. <laughs> now, to say that there is no Arcturians, no other species available because you are experiencing contrast, that is to say that you do not hold any belief in yourself nor in any abilities that you may possess. Abilities, not necessarily being flying and so forth, but abilities meaning that you have the opportunity to change anything about your circumstances that you do not wish to have. The power is always in your hands. The opportunity to change and rewrite your world is always up to you. It's always in your grasp. And so to disempower yourself in such a way to say that it is someone else's fault, that is the lesson of humanity. Mm -hmm. So when you say, thank you for that answer. So when you say that you are here to protect and you're here to help, how are you how are you helping? What is it that you're doing that's protecting and helping? We are here now, speaking mm -hmm. to you, speaking to many, mm -hmm. speaking to many human beings who are willing to listen to change their world, to change other human beings' world as well. Mm. Without mm. contrast, without the events that have taken place, do you think many human beings would be asking what is going on? How is this okay? How is this perception relevant or irrelevant in my situation, in my reality? Mm -hmm. No, I don't. I don't. And so sometimes the things that seem bleakest are the things that show the most light the most opportunity, the most growth. This year for you as humanity has been eye-opening, challenging, expansive. It will continue to do so, but it is also something that you have been preparing for as each individual human being. You have come here at this time, in this body, in this reality, to change your perception of what you believe is possible in your world. And therefore, the worlds of others around you will change as well. Mm. We get asked what am I meant to do? How can I help the world? Many times from many human beings. And so this is our answer. Change your perception of your reality. And by doing so, other human beings around you will allow their perception to change of their reality. And you are helping the world, your world, 
and in turn helping the universe. It can be difficult for you to see outside of yourselves. We understand, we have seen, but know these gifts that are here, changing your reality, changing your story of where you come from and where you're going. It is a gift, an opportunity it is no longer time to be afraid. It is the time to feel excitement and joy. Hmm. Uh, that an old episode, very old episode we did, like one of our first episodes that we did just came uh, back into my head of be the crystal, be the crystal. Like hold the... Realize, think of yourself as a crystal is what I'm hearing you say. Think of yourself as a crystal of some sort where you're holding a certain frequency. And if you can hold that light, if you can change your own perception and empower yourself, you as that crystal in a way is, is going to affect everyone around you and everyone around you's ability to empower themselves as well. Precisely. Awesome. So, okay. So now where are we in this? Because, you know, many people tuning into this podcast probably know we're, we're in this like great awakening, right? And it feels like 2020, it's, it wasn't necessarily the start, but it feels like a peak of some sort where people are really waking up in masses, like you said, and asking, wait, what's going on here? And hold on, I'm not okay with this and, and all of that. So where are we on this trajectory now of this awakening or this ascension? Like what's coming up for us next? Well, that is two questions in one. Okay. You got me. The first question, where are you? You are a little past midway in this process. Now, what is coming up next? There will be more of what you have seen already in all categories, not only what you perceive as negative, but what you have to understand is that many human beings are still unaware, intentionally unaware of their surroundings, of their power, and are so disconnected from their version of source that they have completely disempowered themselves. And so, the pot will be stirred or shaken, whichever verbiage you like, once more, perhaps twice more, depending upon outcomes, in order 
for humanity to truly come into alignment, feel your power, own your power, and move into a higher frequency. This is not to say that there is more that you need to do. If you are doing it, you are already done. Hold tight. Mm. Sometimes the lessons are not always for you. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. So is there like... Is it simply vibrational as to when, you know, the the tipping point will happen and that's when we'll, you know what I'm saying, where you're like, well, there might be one shakeup or two shakeups or whatever. Is it simply about reaching a certain vibration that, you know, that's determined by or what is it that will be the mark of, I don't know, success or the turning point? Certain events need to take place. For the turning point, as you said, to happen. Okay. But what is the, how do we know, what is the will turning point? You You will not know the turning point. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying what will the result, okay, you already told us, the coming together of humanity and the empowerment of humanity. Correct. Okay. But does that look a certain way? Like, it's just, is it a feeling? You will know it when you see it, when you feel it. Okay. Everything will be different in your eyes. Now, we cannot reveal what the exact points will be as that is interference. And that may change the timeline, the outcome. Okay. So let me ask a couple questions from viewers and guys on Facebook. I'm going to ask more general questions because this is a more general um, live stream. If you would like to ask specific questions about yourself, you can um, interact with the ARC-9 uh, on our exclusive membership, um, in our exclusive membership site, which is Patreon. And um, we'll tell you more about that at the end of this channeling. Um, but, okay, so, hold on. Marik van de Lindeloof says, what would you do, what do you do, what to do when you are very sick? When people are very sick, what do you do? Or how do you approach that? Well, it depends upon the sickness. It depends upon the belief of the illness. If the human being believes they will die, then they will die. It depends upon many factors, not only the belief, the illness, the time, the care of the body, the care of the mindset. Many factors are at play. But one of the best things to do when the human body is sick, is to rest. Be easy. 
relax. Go into gratitude. Does your heart still beat? Do your lungs still work? Sometimes the answer is no, but in many cases, the answer is yes. And it's these small acts of gratitude that can change the perception of many. There are many things that human beings take for granted daily. Mm. That is not to say that you are to be punished in any way, but it is simply a reminder. Instead of looking at all of the things that are seemingly going wrong in your experience, be grateful for the things that are going right without even thinking. Mm. What is the next question? Well, just to add to that really quick, I um, had an experience this weekend with my dog. My dog got really sick unexpectedly and she was like throwing up for like 12 hours straight and it was just really concerning because normally if she gets sick or she eats something wrong, she you know, she'd get sick a little bit and then she'd be fine in like an hour or two, but this was going on for so long and I was like getting really worried. And uh, she's fine now, but through that experience, I was just everything just stopped. I just I didn't I wasn't you know, hardly on my phone. I wasn't doing anything really. I was just sitting there watching her. And what I realized was even though it was really upsetting and concerning, what it made me, the gift in it was it made me, it, it helped me become so present, like so present and nothing mattered anymore. Like TikTok didn't matter. None of the things that I worry about mattered. I was just there in the moment, just appreciating my dog, like really appreciating her, appreciating the time I get to spend with her when she's not sick, appreciating even the time I was getting to spend with her when she was sick, you know? And so I feel like I, that's just, just, to kind of piggyback on that and say like I've been having a lot more experiences like that recently where I'm where I feel like I'm snapping out of it and realizing like god it's I, I just I'm just grateful for you know the little things and I'm grateful to be able to be present I feel like presence is such a um it's a hard thing for humans to be but when we can be it's you realize like that's what life is you know presence so Okay, more questions. Um, Sato Ken says, is it okay or even desirable from our soul's point of view to have a feeling for somebody other than our partner and develop loving relationships with both? Where we are from, there was only love for one another. There is no jealousy. Fear, resentment, so forth. So is it possible from a soul's perspective? Absolutely. 
Very much so. The idea that you can only love one soul at a time is a human construct. It would be wise of you to ask who developed this idea and how did it serve them at the time? This is a good example of something that is unnecessary for a human being to belittle or berate themselves about. The love that you feel for multiple people is not only acceptable, but it is expected. What is the next question? Mm. Is it kind of similar to how like we feel sexual desires but are shame but shame ourselves about that as I mean obviously it's connected but we shame ourselves about that too but it's like we're human beings that's part of our nature it's just that like there's these um constructs projected on top of what's appropriate and what is not and that's for reasons that we're benefiting someone at the time. Mhm. Mhm. Sexual desires are not always in the category of love. Right. But they're part of our nature, aren't they? Correct. Human beings' nature, yes. And so it is the human experience to have desires, to have experiences, to have whatever sexual intimacy, whichever level that you like. No one way is wrong and no one way is correct. Okay. What is next? Uh, Carrie says, what are good crystals to use to connect to more of the galactic beings like the Arc Nine that they would recommend? It is not so much about the form of the crystal or the crystal itself. It is the mindset of the human being, the intention of the human being. You can do or use or work with any crystal that you like that you feel is most beneficial to you in your human form. But the mindset, the heart set is important to understand for connection, for community, and for being open to receive information. And for also wanting to change. Because when you do connect with other beings, such as Arcturians, you will change. The information is vastly new compared to what most human beings have normalized 
And so the information will make you question and it will change you. What is next? Perfect segue into the next question from Jennifer who says, how can we connect with our Arcturian self? Being open. Meditation is one. If you do not wish to use meditation, that is fine. Sitting with an open heart. The reason we came through Ambrosia, one of the reasons, in the way that we did, was because she was open to receive at the time. There was much information for her to receive, and so she did. She was not meditating or pushing or trying. Set the intention, allow the communication to come through, and it will. What is next? Hmm. (laughs) It's crazy to think how much time has passed since then. I was just thinking how little as well. Yeah, how little too. Time is very weird when you think about that. But also how, yeah, it's just crazy. Because I've been telling our story a lot more lately for some reason. And it's just crazy to think back on that moment the first time she channeled you without even really realizing what was fully happening. Um, It is important for you to to understand. That at this time, what you have built together will sustain together. The questions of, do we do this? Do we do that? Are a thing of the past because you both are empowered. This is excellent. Thank you. And you have healed much by learning from one another and allowing one another's perspective and points of view to come through. Now it is time to share the relationship that you have and help others create the relationship and community that you have built. Mm, That's cool. Because um, we were just on another person's podcast and we aren't on other podcasts quite frequently or as frequently as we would like because actually we want to do much more of that. So if you're listening and you have podcasts, bring us on. Um, but what came through the interview, what stood out to me at least was like, wow, our relationship is really unique and beautiful and so awesome. Like, And I was having so much appreciation for it and realizing like, wow, this is so amazing that we have each other and we we push each other. And that, like, I don't know how common this is, you know? And um, so thank you for just pointing that out and reflecting that back. I, cause I, I was noticing that too. And it is quite uncommon for humanity. As many human beings feel as though there is some award to win if they are to suffer alone or if they are to experience this life without other human beings. And we have said before and we will say currently, you need each other. 
When you are young, you need another human being for survival. This continues on as you age. You need one another. Having the Arcturians and other species is excellent, and we are always here, but humanity needs humanity. Hmm. We have time for one more question. Great, because I only have one more. Uh, how do you, what can you do to help with depression? This goes into the answer we have just given, which is allowing another human being to help. Communication is key for many human beings. Sharing space, talking about how you're feeling. Understanding that it's just a moment in your experience, that it will not last forever, and being easy on yourselves for the choices that you are making when you feel disconnected from the higher version of you, from us, and from source. Thank you for this transmission. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. And thank all of you uh, on Facebook for being here, chiming in, asking your questions. I know we didn't get to all of them while Ambie returns back to this reality. Um, <laughs> she's coming back in. Um, we just want to say we're so grateful for all of you. Um, and like I said, for those of you who didn't get all your questions answered, there are ways to uh, communicate with the ARC-9 each month in our uh, exclusive membership community, um, which is our Patreon. Uh, we have two levels of communicating them with them. One is our Dragonfly tier, which once a month at the end of the month, the last Friday of the month actually, which is coming up. Is it next Friday? It's coming up. Yeah, um, yeah Ambrosia. It's next Friday. Ambrosia channels them and everybody gets at least one question and gets to type it in and I'll ask it for them. Um, but then we do, uh, we have a cocoon tier, which is where we actually get together on Zoom in person and in person on Zoom, I guess. And everybody gets 10 minutes twice a month and gets one-on-one -on -one coaching with the ARC-9 and gets to ask them whatever they want over Zoom, um, which is a really beautiful way uh, to find community as well. A lot of people who have been in our cocoon tier have come together and, you know, created their own little groups and, and worked together. So if that is something that is calling out to you, you can check out our uh, membership community at patreon.com slash podcast. We always put that in our show notes. You can check it out there. Um, and also, this each month we're doing exclusive giveaways for our Patreon. So last month we gave away this pair of like really awesome uh, custom-made feather earrings from Leah Liebler, who has a company called Cyc Cyclical Nature. But this month uh, we're actually giving away an intuitive reading with me. Yay! <laughs> Which
which might seem weird because you're like, what? Ambrosia is the psychic medium here. But um, (laughs) if you've been paying attention to the podcast recently, I've also opened up my intuitive abilities and um, I really do like to focus on my healing and my coaching, but um, I have been open to doing readings. So uh, we're giving away a reading, a 30-minute reading to one of our patrons this month, and we'll basically raffle that off at the end of the month to someone who signed up with us. Um, Cool beans. Cool beans, yeah. Uh, And next month, we have something really fun planned too. So, Ambie, hi. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for bringing them through. That was such a beautiful message. Everybody in the comments is like, wow, that was so beautiful. Such a beautiful message. Um, uh, Nellie said, I just wanted to say thank you to you two beautiful ladies in ARC 9 for giving guidance. Um, what ARC 9 said about you two made me tear up. So beautiful. Did you hear that? What they said about us? I don't remember it. Oh, <laughs> what they say. <laughs> Damn it. They were like, they said, um, they basically said that there's no qu- I really liked hearing this actually. They said there's no question about what we've built. Like, there's no question about it anymore. They basically said we've like overcome all of those hurdles that they've been telling us that we've been we would have to go through, things mm-hmm. that would trip us up. They said we've really done a good job in healing all of that and that now we're both empowered and we've figured out how to listen to each other. And so now the gift that we have to give is to help others create partnerships and communities just like we have. And so it's not about what do we do? Do we do this? Do we do that? They're like, you've already kind of done it and now you're just ready to share it, which I thought was really cool. I like that. That is nice. Yeah. I felt them and heard them. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought, so my family left to go get the flu shots for the kids. And I thought everybody was home. And now I'm looking around and I realize that nobody's here. And it was them. Yeah. And I physically, like, I heard, like, walking. And I physically could feel the floor shake. That was really cool. That's really neat. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, cool. Are there nine of them when you feel them or just feel a group of them or you just feel a couple of them? Um, I just feel a couple of them at a time. It doesn't feel like all nine. It feels like um, just a couple of them. Yeah. Cool. Wow. That was awesome. Um, what else? What else do we have to – oh, I, I have one more uh, update. And, Ambie, if you have any updates, uh, this is the time to share. But <laughs> I am – Raising my rates for my private tapping sessions come November, like significantly. So if you want a tapping session with me uh, and you want to get it at the current rate, now is the time to book. November is is quickly approaching. Yeah. Um, So, oh, Carrie, super amazing coaching client, Carrie Fox. Everybody go. She said there are nine people watching right now, which is cool. That is really cool. That is really cool. Everybody go check out Carrie uh, has just launched her own podcast called Soulful Wildflowers. Go check her out. And oh my God, I love it. she's launching her own coaching program. So, you know, yep. there's a lot of people in our the, that listen to this uh, podcast and that are in our Facebook group. I know that some are coaches and some are looking for coaches. So everybody start posting and sharing about what you're looking for, what you need, because I can almost guarantee there's someone in this group that's that's ready to fulfill for you. 
Carrie, your podcast is so beautifully done. And her voice is so like um, soothing. Soothing. Yes. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. So lovely. I was listening to it on my run and I was like, this is such a peaceful run. I love it. (laughs) Totally. Carrie. Well, actually, we'll have to bring Carrie on the podcast soon. Yeah. That's what we'll have to do. Um, And oh, speaking of coaching. We did an episode about this last week, but we are opening uh, coaching together, private Mm -hmm. coaching together. We're opening up uh, three spots. So if this is something that resonates with you, if you've been looking for a coach, we're really targeting um, spiritual and intuitive leaders, people who are wanting to make a really big impact, um, who want to leave behind a legacy, you know, on Mm -hmm. this planet and also want to make a big income, six figures or more, because truly to make a big impact, you know, you got to make a big income if you want to be, you know, um, creating things in this world, at least right now, right? So Mm -hmm. if you are an impact-driven spiritual person who I know a lot of you are listening to this podcast and you are looking to uh, take your business to that next level, reach out to us and we'll get on a call. We've already spoken to a few of you, but we'd like to meet more of you and we'll get on a call and see if it's a good fit. Anything anything else, Ambi? No, nothing from me today. Cool. Well, uh, happy Mon- – uh, well, you'll be listening to this on Wednesday, but for those of you happy watching Happy Wednesday. Live, yeah, happy Mon Wednesday. And <laughs> we love you so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. I'm blooming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.